ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Hey ladies, welcome back to the No Higher Calling podcast. Today's podcast episode is going to be a bit unique. I don't think I've ever done anything like this before, but people have requested um, that I share a week in the life. They want to know what my life looks like. Um, And let me just preface this before I share any of the details of what the in and outs of ours looks like. Um, One... This is just, you know, the highlight surface of what it usually looks like. If you are in my home in the nitty gritty every day, um, you know, the train often derails. So don't hear this and think, wow, she's got it all down. Everything is just this smooth oiled machine that works so well. Um, this is this is the goal of the rhythms in our home. Um, but, but things happen. Life happens. Um, so I wanted to preface it by that. And I also want to say that everybody's life is different. And, and I totally understand that. Um, and I want you to just be reminded of that before we go into this. Um, because, you know, I have people ask me all the time, like, oh, what's your laundry routine? What's your cleaning routine? What's your, uh, what does homeschooling look like for you and the kids? And um, I, I'm going to answer those questions. But my family is unique to my family just as much as your family is unique to you. Um, so it's going to look different for every family. Um, but I love to glean ideas from others and see what they're doing and um, just pray through. Is this something that would uh, help us better get things accomplished in our home? And just to remind you that God chose you to be wife, to be mama, to be uh, really the heartbeat of your home. God chose me to be the heartbeat of my home, to create that atmosphere, to set the tone of, of the spirit of our home. And nobody can do it like you. Uh, Nobody can love your husband like you. Nobody can love and nurture your children like you. And nobody um, can really take ownership and stewardship of your home like you because God picked you. Um, But for me, for my husband, for my children, for my home, God picked me. And I'm so glad he did. So I'm going to share a little bit of that. I love doing a day in the life on Instagram. Um... I haven't done that in a while. Actually, I think I've only done one since moving to Australia, and we've been here going on six months now. Uh, More on why that is here in just a minute when I give a few no higher calling announcements. Um, But I really do enjoy doing those, and I get a lot of feedback. People love seeing those. I love watching other people's day in a life. Um, So I'll try to do that more. I do have a highlight reel where I've uh, saved all the ones I've done in the past. But sometimes I feel like with a day in the life, and I know just, just when it's me, when I'm under that pressure of showing everybody the details of my day, um, you know, I tend to put my best foot forward. So I thought it would be interesting uh, to give you a week, and I don't know that I could ever commit to doing a week in the life on Instagram. That's just, it, it's a lot to document, you know, step by step your day, all the details of your day. But I thought it'd be really interesting to just give you an overview of what our weeks look like, um, to kind of give you a more complete picture of life and how it goes and all of that. So anyway, before I jump into too much more of that, just a couple few announcements. Um, um, a lot 
has been going on behind the scenes with our family, with our ministry, with No Higher Calling. So I just want to take a minute to update you on all of that. And we recently announced on social media that we are expecting a baby. Um, baby number five, Earthside. We did lose a baby, so this is my sixth pregnancy. Um, but so far, so good. The baby is healthy. I'm healthy. Um, I'm going to be doing a pregnancy Q&A episode uh, coming soon to answer more of all the detailed questions. I'm actually in my second trimester now, so we kept it a secret longer than we've ever done that before. Um, But the secret's out. We are expecting a little baby to come in December, right at the end of the year. And we could not be more excited. But I have had a rough pregnancy. Thank the Lord, I'm feeling better now. But that first trimester was just brutal. Probably might be one of the worst that I've had. Um, So I feel like I've been really quiet on social media. Um, The podcast has been rolling out as usual, but it hasn't been a lot of extra Um, And that's kind of why, Uh, but we're excited. Life's getting a little bit back to normal, Um, but it's given me a lot of time to think and pray and dream. And I have so many things on my heart that I would love to see accomplished. And we're just continuing to pray about it and take it one day at a time. Um, But we did just recently launch the Children of Character cards. We launched those last month. Um, And I am so excited to see how people are using them and how God really is using them in homes uh, with parents, with teachers, with people who are trying to help instruct the next generation in godly character. So you can find those on my website at nohighercalling.org. I did a podcast episode sharing my heart behind all of that. Thank you to those who have ordered. If you have not ordered your set yet, uh, go do that. I know it will be a blessing to you um, because it's been a blessing in my home teaching my kids um, these godly character traits and being able to share with them uh, by biblical accounts and lessons from God's word uh, to emphasize the importance of displaying these character traits in your life. So anyway, those are kind of the two biggest announcements, uh, a ton of other stuff going on in the background. And obviously just life as normal is busy and full steam ahead, which you will hear in this episode. Uh, but I just want to make sure I addressed those a few things. One other thing, um, I know in the past I was really good about sending out a weekly email with just all kinds of stuff. Um, Life is busy, seasons come and go, and it has just not been a season to have margin for an email. Um, But I really want to get back to that, not weekly, and I'm not, you know, I've toyed around with like monthly, quarterly, what am I going to do? I'm not even going to commit to a time frame. I just, I'm not in that season. Um, But I really want to have that outlet there um, so that I can just collect all the different things that are going on with us. I mean, goodness, we've got the podcast, I've got the blog, we've got the YouTube channel, We've got product launches. We've got family news. We've got ministry stuff. Um, you know, I recently started on Instagram. I'm trying to once a week share. Uh, these are my favorite things. A few of my favorite things. A favorite thing for my home. A favorite thing for myself. A favorite thing for that I'm using with my children. And again, all that is uh, saved in the highlight reel. Um, but I plan to just a one location that I can put all of that information in an email. Um, all that to say, if you are not subscribed to the No Higher Calling email, do so on my website. I believe if you scroll all the way to the bottom, there's a little place where you can put it in your email address. Um, So be sure to do that so that you don't miss anything because I know life's busy. I try to keep social media uh, updated with everything going on. 
But even sometimes it slips through the cracks with me just because life is so busy. Um, so I know it probably misses some eyes. Uh, so the email is just the best place to to get all of that. I'm going to try to be a little bit better about keeping up with that. Um, but anyway, okay, let's jump in to a week in the life. What does a normal, average, uh, planned week look like for us? Now, I will say that really, honestly, for the first time in like years, we are in a place in life where we are able to establish some routines. You know, there were years when we were traveling all over the Eastern United States, raising support to be in Australia. And then, you know, COVID just had this own weird, unique time and season in life. Um, And then we were preparing to move and then we did move and we were settling. So it's just, it's been a lot of upheaval for our family. Um, But we have settled in quite well, praise the Lord. That's such a blessing. And I thrive on routine and, and rhythms, really just the rhythm of our home, the, the flow of how our days go. And I've really tried um, to work on, because I am very much a perfectionist and stick to the task list and uh, get as much done as I can. I'm just, I'm a very driven, intentional person. Um, and, and, and I like to work hard. I really do. Um, I'm a visionary and I like to see things accomplished. So in order for that to happen, we need things to just move forward and to do that smoothly. Um, But I'm also a mom of soon to be five and uh, I have had to realize that I really have to create margin in my life. I have to be flexible. I have to allow the Lord to interrupt my plans and to not be thrown by that, but to embrace that and see it not as an interruption. Um, and I recently had Crystal Payne on the podcast, and she said, you know, not to see those things as interruptions, but as divine appointments. If God interjects in my day, um, then I need to embrace that. And I've really been working on that. I've been trying to mature in that. And the Lord's been helping me. I just think that might forever be a work in progress. Um, but before I jump into like a day by day, this is usually what life looks like. I want to address just a couple of like homemaking things in general. Um, then I think once I kind of show you what homemaking looks like and how that goes, um, then I'm going to briefly talk about school, what school looks like, and then we'll jump in to kind of just a calendar week, what normal looks like for us. Uh, you know, I, I say that loosely, normal changes so often. Um, but anyway, what current normal is looking like for us. So as far as homemaking house things, um, I've really tried to work in this area and it's been a blessing as my kids are getting a little bit older that I can include them in on some of this. Because the reality is, uh, the more people that we add to the home, the more laundry, the more food, the more dishes. So being able to bring them into that, and I'll be perfectly honest, um, my oldest is six, so I have six, almost five, three, and one. Um, it, it, is, it requires training, and that's been difficult for me because I, I, I could do it faster if I just did it myself and got it over with. But I'm learning that I, if I take the time to slow down in the initial and to train them through some of these basic homemaking tasks, um, then in the long run, 
it's beneficial for me. So I did an episode not too long ago, maybe a, a two months-ish, two or three months ago, um, on Clean 15. So I actually did an episode at the beginning of the year, an interview with Sarah Boots from Altogether Lovely Collective talking about what Clean 15 is. So if you missed that and you have no idea, you're like, what's Clean 15? Go listen to her episode, then listen to the episode that I did. I'll try to link those in the show notes. Um, but talking about how we've implemented Clean 15, basically every morning we clean for 15 minutes and it took some time to teach my kids the different cleaning tasks of the home, what they are, how to do them, uh, what cleaners to use. I have a whole YouTube video. I'll link this in the show notes too, of the cleaners that I use, um, that are safe, that are natural, that I feel comfortable, uh, giving especially more so to my older two. Um, but things that they can use independently and I not be panicked that, you know, they've got bleach or Lysol or something dangerous. We don't use a lot of, or we really don't use any of that kind of product in our home. Um, but I had to do that initial training. But now I'm at a point where we've been investing in that really since we moved here. So going on six months, um, and I'm reaping from that, especially with my oldest. I can tell her, hey, go clean the bathroom. And the bathroom's going to be almost to where I would clean it level. Like she does great. Uh, my son, who's almost five, he can do a great job. He, I taught him where all the dishes go and he can unload the dishwasher. Really interesting thing about Australia, they don't have upper cabinets in many of the kitchens. Um, they have lower drawers. So you actually like all of our plates, cups, bowls, all of that's in a drawer. All of my pots and pans are in a drawer. So everything is lower, which is great because he's able to unload the dishwasher. Um, we, okay, so I'll go ahead and talk about laundry. I have this big, one of those like cube shelves with these really solid, uh, plastic drawers that go in those. And so whenever we do a load of laundry, um, I pull it out of the dryer. It's in my big laundry basket all mixed together. Usually I do kind of the kids together and then Simeon and I together. Um, but I will pull out those plastic drawers, put them in the living room. And usually one of the kids is tasked or sometimes they all jump in together with sorting the laundry from the big basket. Everybody's lumped together into these little baskets. So Knox gets his own basket. Usually Ivy and Willows are coupled since they have small clothes. Eden has her basket. We have our basket for towels. We have our basket for kitchen things. You know, mommy and daddy have a basket, um, depending on the load of laundry and, uh, whose laundry is being done. But they know they can quickly go through inside out clothes, pop socks, you know, put socks together, throw them in everybody's basket. And then that allows me to put the big basket back in the laundry room. And then those little baskets, my oldest can take hers to her bedroom and she folds it. It's just her little basket with her clothes. So it's not super overwhelming. She knows how to fold her own. My son is a work in progress on folding. Um, but I, you know, I usually just take his little basket, to his bedroom. So it's kind of out of the main living area. I know that I need to get to putting that away. Um, but for some reason, breaking the laundry down into smaller, like bite size pieces and with it being assigned to a person or a room just makes it feel like it goes so much faster putting it away, especially when I can have my kids do the sorting. And then all I have to do is, you know, pop in Knox's room, quickly fold, hang up his things and five, 10 minutes, I'm done. You know, go to the kitchen. I have a few minutes while dinner's cooking. All right, we're going to fold, you know, the washcloths and the dish towels. 
Um, so that's kind of what laundry looks like. I don't do laundry on a particular day because I usually do laundry about every day. I shoot for every other day. I like getting a little break from laundry, um, but we just, we have a lot of kids. I use cloth diapers. I haven't been cloth diapering um, for the past little while. Just the pregnancy has been a doozy and some things had to go by the wayside, but I want to get back to that. Um, when I'm, when I'm using cloth diapers, it's a lot more laundry, um, but usually about every other day-ish. But what I try to do is first thing in the morning, I throw the laundry in, get that started so that by midday, um, you know, the kids can sort it out. And then in the evening, if I hadn't already gotten to it, I can quickly put those things away. Sometimes I will even have the kids the night before, like while I'm doing kitchen cleanup, I will have them go ahead and bring out their hamper, put their laundry in the wash. It's sitting in there. Um, I don't start it or anything, so it's not wet. It's just sitting in the in the washer so that the next morning when I come out, it's already been gathered, it's full, it's ready to go. I just dump the soap and push the button and, you know, we're ready to go. Um, so that's kind of what laundry looks like in our home. Uh, I touched on cleaning, so we do the Clean 15 most days. Um, there's like a one morning a week where Eden has piano early in the morning, so it kind of does. If it doesn't happen right after breakfast, then it usually doesn't happen. We don't revisit it again. Um, and there are different points throughout our week that we kind of do little, like every day we have a tidy. We do, we tidy um, after school, which is right before lunch when we finish school, right before we eat lunch. And then obviously we do it uh, in the night before they go to bed. So those are tidy points throughout the day where we're cleaning up all the toys, putting the books away. Um, you know, I do have a robot vacuum and mop, so that's a huge blessing. Um, thank you, Simeon for giving me that. Uh, so that is that is very helpful. I can turn that on. The floors are clean. Um, and then usually maybe uh, on Saturdays, I might kind of do a little bit of a deeper clean. Um, just kind of getting, you know, getting some of the highlights or if it needs a little bit more uh, mama attention as opposed to the whole family, um, I will do that. But that's cleaning, that's laundry, and then, okay, so let's talk about meals a little bit. I did a whole episode on meal planning. Um, That's been a while ago. That was last year, so you'll have to look in the archives for that. Um, But we have a big chalkboard that I have every day of the week, and I write down the meal that we are going to eat that day. I usually meal plan on Fridays. Um, So it's a Sunday through Saturday, but by the time I get to Friday, I know what I'm making Friday night and Saturday. So I go ahead and erase it, and then I plan it for the next week. So I got all my meals on there. Uh, my favorite cookbook, I'll link down in the comments. It's Hope's Table Cookbook. Um, and that's where most of my recipes come from. I have some from Pinterest, some that I've just collected over the years. But I'll have my cookbook out. I'll go through. I will um, plan our meals for the next week. And then I usually try Friday or Saturday to go ahead and make my grocery list. Now we have a Costco. That's like five minutes from us, which is absolutely wonderful. Um, So sometimes Monday evening is Costco day. We try to keep that to once a month. Um, So Monday evening, we go to Costco, usually once a month, stock up on all of our Costco things. Um, And then other than that, uh, our grocery, our local grocery store is like five minutes around the corner. Um, They do have grocery pickup, but that one is a little unique. You can't actually drive up. Um, you have to go inside the store and pick it up, which I sound like such a spoiled 
uh, first world person. Um, but to me, that defeated the purpose a little bit in this season. I still had to load all my kids, get them out of the car, get into the store, get the car, load the cart. Um, whereas I found that we can have grocery delivery depending on how soon I schedule it and what day it is. If it's a high demand day, um, I can either get that free or maybe for three or five dollars. So in this season of life, it is usually worth it to have my groceries delivered. So I usually uh, go through my meal plan, get all the things that I'm going to need for that next week. I go ahead and just put it in my cart on my app, and then that is ready to go. I usually put that through and have the vet, uh, the the groceries delivered on Tuesday morning. Um, and so that's just kind of how I plan my grocery shopping, which is such a blessing because it saves me so much time. I'm not having to go to the grocery store. Um, just as I'm working on my meal plan, as I'm flipping through um, my recipes, trying to decide what we're going to eat for that next week, um, I just I, I go ahead and add those items to my cart ready to go so I don't have to think about that again. Um, and then really, I think the other kind of main category of things when it comes to just home life, housekeeping, tending things would be appointments. And that looks different for every family. Um, if you have a lot of medical things going on or, you know, you're running kids to a bunch of different lessons, um, appointments is going to look different. I know a lot of people try to keep their appointment day to like one day a week so that you're not constantly out right now in this season. We actually don't have a lot of appointments. As I go through my week, you'll hear a few things that we have going on. Um, but we have some lessons. Those are virtual, which is a blessing. We don't have to go anywhere for that. Um, we don't really have a lot of doctor's appointments right now. Even my midwife actually comes to my house. So that's been absolutely amazing. I don't have to go out for that. Um, so again, that, that just is kind of one other aspect that I thought of, but it doesn't super like really apply to me. Um, so I won't spend too much more time on that. Okay. So that's kind of like homemaking the main tasks of home, then school. So I'm not going to spend a ton of time here talking about how we homeschool and what that looks like, because I actually have an episode coming in the near future where I'm going to get into all the nitty gritty about our homeschool rhythms and, and what that's looking like for us in the current season, what we're using, all of those fun details. So if homeschooling interests you, stay tuned in a few weeks. Um, but I will say, uh, what we really shoot for is three dedicated, devoted days to schooling. Um, I mentioned earlier, we try to have school done by lunch. So usually, um, you know, that, that morning time, I clear my schedule. Those three days, we focus on school. Those are usually Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I'll touch on this more when I get through our actual, like, you know, what a week looks like. Um, but we really try to focus hard on planning play dates, planning uh, appointments, planning other things going on in our life to where they're not happening Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday morning because those are my dedicated school days. Now, we do try to shoot for a four-day school week, so that means that we also try to do school Friday or Saturday, um, just depending on the week, depending on what's going on, what it looks like. Um, and that fourth day is usually a little bit of a lighter day. It's usually a lot more reading, um, you know, more activities or, or just like less actual schoolwork type thing. Um, we try to really just focus in on that for three days. 
And I've really found, I, I, I've tried all different things. And I know my kids are little and I haven't been homeschooling that long, just a few years. Um, but I've tried doing like five days a week. I've tried a bunch of different things. And this is what's working for us. Um, we There's a wonderful, uh, when, I, when I registered to homeschool Eden over here in Australia, I had to go through this whole big process. I got set up with what they call an AP. Um, she basically had to approve me to be able to homeschool. I have a certificate that I am approved to homeschool in Australia. Um, for this year, I have to revisit that next year. Hopefully I pass. <laughs> but anyway, she was so, so, so helpful. And she really emphasized at this age that the three-day school week was a great idea. Uh, we have a day for field trips, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. Um, you know, we kind of have that extra day of school that's a little bit lighter, a little more just kind of creative learning or catching up on what we didn't get it to. Um, but she was really supportive of that idea. I actually read the book um, the Four Hour School Day by Dorinda Wilson. That's also a really good book. On sometimes people are like three or four days. You know how could you do that and end at lunch when you know kids go to school five days a week from eight to three? Well, it's just a conversation for another day. Um, but sometimes less is more. And we have found that to be very true in our family. So that's kind of what school is. School is really emphasized Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We revisit it a little bit later in the week, um, but that's kind of how life is. So let's actually go through our week. What does our week look like? Sunday. Sunday is the Lord's Day. That is our Sabbath day. That is the day that we try to set aside um, for worship, for family, and we try not to have anything really beyond worship and family on Sunday. We go to church Sunday morning. Um, We're usually there for a few hours. Then we come home in the afternoon. I am a Sunday nap girl. I have been that way for as long as I can remember. I really don't nap much other like than that throughout the week, except for when I'm pregnant. And then I could sleep like 24 hours every day and probably still be tired, <laughs> but that's improving. Um, anyway, but I, I love my Sunday nap. All the kids get a Sunday nap. Well, Eden doesn't. She reads. But even my, my almost five-year-old son, he gets a Sunday nap. It's just it. we need it. We need that rest time. And like I said, even if Eden's not resting, she's doing something quiet. Simeon's usually just having a quiet afternoon. There is a church plant here that um, our church is helping, and they have church on Sunday afternoon. So usually about like once a month, once every six weeks, Simeon will go in the afternoons and help at that church plant. Um, Then we're back to church in the evening. I am playing for a big choir special that we're preparing. So we have choir practice, um, we have evening service, and then we're home. We eat dinner, spend a little bit of time as a family, and then everybody's off to bed so that we can uh, get up bright and early on Monday to start our day. So that Sunday, moving on to Monday, we start our days at, well, Simeon gets up at six every day. That's his routine. He does his time with the Lord um, while it's quiet, and that's just what works best for him. So he's up at six. I'm up by seven, and then breakfast is always at 7.30. Um, again, Monday morning is kind of a school day, so we work through that. I will give you a detailed schedule, uh, kind of rhythm of what we do homeschooling again, coming in that future episode. Um, but we do school up until lunch, then we have quiet time. Um, then Monday evening is either a family evening or it is, um, 
Costco night <laughs> sometimes um, if that that like once a month visit. And then, so we have a weekly hospitality night, which j- recently our schedule has changed a little bit. Um, we are doing a Bible study on Tuesday. So Tuesday night was our hospitality night. We're in the process of figuring out what day of the week is going to be best to assign to hospitality night, but I, I think we're landing on Monday. We want a day of the week that we know, hey, this is the day that we have people over. It just helps us be intentional and make it happen when I know that this is on the schedule. And we love that. We love having a weekly hospitality night. We've loved having people into our home for dinner. Um, it, it's just been such a blessing to our family. I love getting my kids involved in ministry in that way. Um, so usually, and I think in the future going from here on out, uh, Monday night's going to be hospitality night. So we have people over, we enjoy fellowship, and then wrap up our day. So that takes us to Tuesday. Tuesday morning is very much the same. Oh, okay. So also on Monday and Tuesday, Simeon leaves and goes to Parameta, which is a city about 45, 30, 45-ish minutes from us. Um, But that is the city that the Lord, we feel, has called us to plant a church in. So he actually goes down to the city. He's gone um, just about from right after breakfast all the way up until dinner time. Uh, down in the city, talking to people, working, all that kind of stuff. Um, So Tuesday is another school morning. We do school, all of that as normal. Daddy comes home at dinner time. Then we are working on planting a church, and currently we're trying to do that through starting a Bible study, a weekly Bible study in our home. That is a work in progress. We're praying through if that's the right way to go about it. Um, but the Lord has really given us some good opportunities to reach out to people in Parameta and also in the area that we live in and invite people. We have some people from our church that are coming to kind of uh, help it not be weird if a, you know, a, just a random person shows up and nobody else comes and then it's like, oh, that's weird. I thought this was Bible study and it's just you guys and me. Um, so it's nice having people from our church be there. But that is just a new thing. That's a recent development. Um, so we are in the process of getting that started. Just, um, just trying to trust the Lord to do what He promised He would and to build His church as we are trying to be faithful in that. So that's Tuesday evening. All right, Wednesday, Eden normally has her virtual piano lesson. Uh, Wednesday mornings, really first thing Wednesday morning at like 8 a.m. Because of the time change, her teacher, her amazing teacher with New Mercies Music, is uh, on the East Coast of the United States. So because of the time change, it's her evening and our early morning the next day. But it's great. We just start the day off with her piano lesson, and then that puts us right into our school day. So we do our normal school. That day, usually Simeon is at home working. Um, He has his own uh, web web and design and audio podcast editing business that he does. Um, Aussie Audio and Web, I believe, is his website. I'll tag that in the comments in case there's anybody um, that knows anybody in ministry who's needing help with those kinds of things. Um, He he does a great job, and it is extremely affordable. Um, So he just seeks to be a blessing to ministry people, and it's also a blessing to our family um, just to have a little bit of that supplemental income. He usually does that in our home office on Wednesdays while we're doing school, normal routine, Um, but then Wednesday evening... We leave the house by about 5 o'clock because the kids have their swim lessons at 5.30. So it's really interesting over here in Australia. Like 
every kid takes swim lessons. It's kind of a non-negotiable thing. Um, I, I guess because you're on an island and most of the population lives right on the coastal areas. I mean, we're about 45 minutes from the beach. Uh, not hardly anybody. Well, the middle of the country is the desert. Uh, but there aren't many people that live like inland, inland. So for the most part, everyone is pretty much near the coast. So I think maybe that's the reason, but it's a non-negotiable here. You learn to swim and you know how to swim well. So we learned that. Actually, it was so funny. When we first moved here, we went to the library and we got this book and it was the cutest little book about these kids from all over the world that had relocated to Australia. And the whole thing was like, oh, I do this because I'm an Australian now. So it's like, you know, I eat Vegemite because I'm an Australian now, or I have Christmas in the summer. And we, um, you know, have food on the barbie, on the barbecue. Um so it, it was really interesting. It was a super cute book, especially when we first moved here. My kids are like, I'm an Australian now. But one of the things that was like an iconic thing for an Australian kid to do is I take swim lessons. I'm an Aussie now. So we realized quickly we need to get our kids in swim lessons. So we found an amazing, amazing swim school we absolutely love. Um, the sweetest people that run that. The Lord's given us some great opportunities to talk to the people there. Um, but they go there. So that's from 530 to 6. So they have their weekly swim lesson, Knox and Eden do. Ivy was hoping to be added in on that soon. Um, but they have swim lessons. And then we have about an hour in between swim lessons and church. So this is actually really funny. So we usually go to Macca's, which is McDonald's. That's right beside the swim school. And they have a playground. So the kids play in the playground. And let me just say, I, I really, okay, I'm kind of a, a fast food snob. I did not eat fast food. Well, okay, I did eat fast food in the States. I did not eat McDonald's in the States. McDonald's is significantly better in Australia, but we still don't really eat it a lot. I actually pack, um, and then, you know, Simeon usually gets a shake or something or a coffee or fries or something just so it's not like we're, you know, taking their table and not eating at McDonald's. So you usually get something small, um, but we pack and, and the workers have always been fine. They're like totally cool with it. So we just sit in the corner and eat our little packed lunch. Daddy munches on his fries and the kids play in the playground to kind of kill that time in between church. Then we go to church. Our church service is really late on Wednesday. It actually starts at 730. And we usually don't get out till about nine because it's a prayer meeting. There's about 15 minutes of singing, um, which I get to play the piano for. I really enjoy that. There's about 15 minutes of like a Bible lesson, devotional. We have some young men in our church that uh, really are feeling possibly the call to preach. So that's a great opportunity for them to get practice. And then we spend about 15 minutes giving prayer and praise updates. And then we break up into men's and ladies and we pray, which is such a special time. Um, but we don't get out of there until nine. And then we have a 30 minute drive to our house. So Wednesdays are late. Uh, so it just worked out for us to take Thursday as our off day. So we sleep in on Thursday, which means, you know, instead of getting up at seven, we get up at seven 30 because we have children. Um, but we take it a little more chill and Thursday is our family adventure day. This has been a little bit off, um, because we were doing it every Thursday Then my mother-in-law came and instead of family adventure day, we had family adventure three weeks where we just ran around doing all kinds of fun things. Then she left and I was really at like the lowest point of my pregnancy, tired, exhausted. We just couldn't 
not do anything extra. I was very nauseous and the car made like that like a hundred times worse. So family adventure day got put on a little pause, but we're getting back into that rhythm Uh, And we love it. That's also kind of our field trip day. I mentioned that. So uh, we might be going hiking in the mountains, um, you know, and and life when, okay, so the way we homeschool life is our schoolroom. I mean, everywhere. Not that we like are super militant, like everything has to be an educational experience, but life provides learning. Open your eyes and it's all around you. While we're hiking in the mountains, we're learning about ecosystems and animals and habitats and all of the, you know, flowers. It's just, it's endless. Um, so, you know, we've done that. We've went to all different kinds of museums. We've done aquariums. Um, sometimes we, you know, depending on what the week looks like, if we need, if we have something else that just had to happen that day. There was like one Thursday that I had a doctor's appointment. Um, and so that kind of interrupted the afternoon a little bit. Um, but sometimes we will just go to a park. Uh, whatever we do, we try to make that a concerted family time where daddy's not working, mommy's not working, we're not doing school, we're just spending time as a family as our rest day. And uh, so that's been great. And it's also having that set aside time has really allowed us to explore Australia. We've got a pass at the zoo. We've gotten to do some really fun things together. Um, We tried to do a pizza. We used to do pizza movie night. We actually don't have a TV here. I've mentioned that a couple times. So sometimes we still, you know, pull out a laptop and we'll watch something. Um, but the kids are getting a little bit older and they can play games. Actually, even Ivy, my three-year-old, is quite competent at uh, Animal Uno. So we'll usually have like a pizza and a game night to wrap up our family night. And then, okay, so Friday... Moving in to Friday, uh, we have been doing Eden's um, reading tutor lessons. I've mentioned that several times on Instagram. Um, there's a girl that I know through Crown College, which is Simeon and I's alma mater, and she is teaching reading with the reading lamp method. Again, a conversation for another time. It is phenomenal. I have studied out different ways to teach reading. This is by far the best, absolute best. Eden is six years old. She's in first grade and she is, well, really actually because, so Australia's school year starts in January. Her birthday is in November. If we were in the States due to her birthday cutoff, she would be in kindergarten Um, but she's reading at a like fourth, fifth grade level, which is just, and that's after really only a year or so of reading instruction with her tutor. Um, but we're in the process of actually transitioning to her tutor, teaching me how to teach it since I have so many kids and logistically, like she just can't tutor all my children. So we're switching the, instead of Eden taking that morning virtual lesson for an hour, uh, I am going to be taking the lesson and then I will be instructing the kiddos. So that that's a little bit different. And we've been able to set up kind of our schedule that Simeon is able to help me with that. So he keeps the kids and I'm able to take that uh, virtual lesson. Then depending on the week, if Simeon has a really, really busy week and a lot of stuff to do, then I, you know, Friday just becomes our extra school day where we, um, you know, just fill in with the things or do a lot of our more uh, reading type based things. Um, We might play, you know, games or do puzzles or whatever, Um, but that's kind of like our extra day. Um, But if he's had a little bit of a lighter week and been able to get a lot of his stuff done earlier in the week, um, Friday is usually my work day. So definitely like once a month, 
once every month and a half. I do take a Friday because I batch record these podcast episodes. So I today's a Friday and I'm just going to beast through a bunch of the upcoming episodes. I get all those recorded. Um, I used to do a lot of that in the evenings, but I have been so tired this pregnancy that, you know, come like eight o'clock, I just can't keep my eyes open. So we've been able to work our schedule that um, I get Friday morning, afternoon to get a lot of no higher calling stuff done and really just computer stuff in general. Got to catch up on emails and all that kind of thing, prepping for the next week of school. And then because I go to bed between seven and eight, he usually has some evening hours quiet that he can use to work, uh, especially if I take that Friday. Um, and it's been such a blessing that, um, you know, we, we kind of had some of this conversation of, you know, for a while he would just play with him, which is great. That was such a blessing. Um, but I really found that I emerged from working feeling very behind um, because either like chores weren't done or, um, you know, I had a bunch of school hanging over my head that was now pushed to Saturday. And so we chatted about it and I was like, look, it would really help me out if some of that pressure was alleviated, if you could help me with a little bit of that. So I usually try to keep it very simple. He might do like a, a math lesson or maybe our gather around lesson with the kids. Um, you know, it, it might take like 30 minutes, but just that has been so helpful. Or even if I say like, hey, you know, the laundry needs sorted or the dishes need put away. Can you just make sure that the kids stay on task? And so he'll help with that. Um, and then, like I said, it doesn't take up the whole time. They get that done quickly and then they're free to play with daddy or do whatever. Sometimes he just kind of sets them up and lets them play while he gets on his computer and works on things. Um, so anyways, that's worked really well for us just to have Friday kind of be our flexible catch anything extra day. Uh, who needs the, who needs to work the most? What do we have coming? Um, if I'm, you know, getting to where I like, I'm, I'm needing podcast episodes. We work our schedules where I can record. Um, but that is what Friday looks like. Then Friday evening, he actually leaves with the kids shortly after four o'clock um, because our church has a kids club from five to seven on Fridays every week. Um, the kids go and, and they have so much fun. They play games and do scripture memory. They have a Bible lesson, um, but it is for kids that are school aged. So the little ones, I, I took them when we first moved here, but it was more um uh, Ivy was just so disappointed that she couldn't participate. And then it was, I felt bad for her, you know, because we're just sitting on the sidelines. She's watching everybody else have fun. So that is the evening that Simeon takes the older two. They go to kids club with daddy and I have the younger two. And that has been so fun because I feel like a lot of my life I'm pouring into the older ones just because we're doing school, we're learning um, different things. And so Friday evening is a great opportunity for me to really be able to focus on the younger two. Ivy loves to cook and she doesn't even have to be like actively doing something. She is perfectly content to just stand on her little stool beside me and watch me, even though I do try to engage her. Um, but Friday evening is often when I try to, um, you know, we batch prep some pizza doughs and get all those ready. You know, we do four or five batches of it and get those ready and put them in the freezer. We might do up a bunch of muffins for the next week and freeze them. We might, uh, you know, everybody loves when we make cookies when they're at kids club. Um, but she usually is my kitchen helper. And then, you know, Willow's just right there beside us. In, you know, joining in on it all. 
And then I try to spend some time, you know, um, just playing toddler games and reading the, the little books, the story books that sometimes I get skipped over a little bit in the week as we're trying to get through our schoolwork. But that's Friday evening. And then Saturday, usually we try to keep Saturday a chill day just because Sunday is a very busy day. Um, but, you know, inevitably, just like everybody, you know, you've got birthday parties once a month. Um, our church has a men's prayer breakfast, so Simeon will go to that. Um, you know, stuff happens. Saturday is usually a work day for Simeon just because he does take off Thursday for family day. And then sometimes on Friday, um, to help me out and give me a little bit of computer time. Um, so Saturday is usually a work day for him. We tried to use Saturday morning to video call family. Um, so especially the grandparents, it is their Friday evening, our Saturday morning. So it's just been a really good time to set aside to plan to catch up with everybody. So we do that. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, if, if we've got everything accomplished during the week, which is my goal to get everything done, Saturday is just a fun day where the kids play outside and I get to catch up on a little bit of reading or, you know, we just enjoy playing together. Or, you know, just whatever. Catching up once, like I said, mentioned earlier, if I have some extra deep cleaning things that I need to do, ironing, whatnot, Saturday is just kind of a catch for that. Um, sometimes uh, we've just recently found a fresh market that has amazing produce. The produce in Australia is just phenomenal. Um, so we'll go check that out, uh, get some things. So it's just kind of a little extra day, whatever didn't happen in the week kind of flows over to that, but we try to keep it pretty relaxed, especially Saturday evening. As best as we can guard our Saturday evening, we try to, because really um, kind of our, our Sabbath rest begins on Saturday evening. I have learned that in order to have a good Sunday, it starts the evening before. So the kids need to be bed, in bed at a decent time. I mean, we, you know, we got to go through all the normal things, make sure they have baths, make sure clothes are laid out for the next day. I mean, it just allows us really to prepare our hearts and our home for the Lord's day that is coming. Anyway, I know I'm going to go back to this episode and be like, oh my goodness, I missed like something major. But when you're trying to like condense your life and your rhythms and all of that, into a 45-minute podcast episode. It, it's difficult. So if you have any questions um, about how we do things or, you know, just anything, feel free to engage with me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at nohighercalling underscore. Shoot me your questions. If you uh, want to email me, I'm at nohighercallingpodcast at gmail.com. Um, I will try to link some of the different podcast episodes and YouTube videos and things down in the comments. Um, we'll try to do a day in the life here soon on Instagram and let you see a little bit more into what life looks like for us. Um, but the Lord is good. Life is good. Um, it has been a blessing to be able to settle down and get some roots. We haven't had that in a very, very long time. And it does my heart well, good really, to see us kind of thriving, being able to figure out some routines. So stay tuned in the next couple weeks uh, for a more detailed homeschooling episode. Um, but I thank you ladies for joining me and hopefully you enjoyed this episode. 
I hope that the No Higher Calling podcast has been a blessing to you. If so, please subscribe, share with your friends, and engage with me on Instagram at nohighercalling underscore. You can also subscribe to receive the No Higher Calling encouragement email on my website, which is www.nohighercalling.org. This includes podcast notes, what I'm reading, spiritual encouragement, a glimpse into my home, and some of my favorite products and resources. You can also enjoy more content on the No Higher Calling YouTube channel. I pray that this podcast will encourage you to fall more in love with Jesus and to be the Christian woman He's called you to be. Thanks for listening.